Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the main event of the evening. This podcast is scheduled for roughly 60 minutes, give or take a few. Now, introducing the principals. The man with the best beard in the business, Brian the Beast Eastlick. His tag team partner, Laura Abiyas, one and only true God King, Judge the Truth Die. They're the reigning, defending podcast tag team champions of the internet. I present to you, Things About Stuff. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, we're back. We'll do it live! Fuck it! We're back on that live shit, man. Oh, man. And I'm just, you know, I'm glad to be alive right now. I feel you, man. (laughs) Man. Last week, if many of you, you know, check our socials, you know, put it on Twitter, man. No podcast this week. Recovering from death. Yeah, man, that's some nasty shit. Yeah, dude, I had like uh I had a like a severe sinus infection or whatever. I don't know what they called it. They were calling it. It was something to do with sinus infection, but like I was, I, it was my body was so dehydrated from I guess like drainage. Like I like my mucus would drain to my stomach and like I couldn't hold any liquids down or nothing was really dehydrated and uh ended up having to go to the ER on Monday night to get some uh fluids back in me get get your boy back on his feet some water all up in you yeah I don't know I don't think I think it's more than just water well more than water huh? yeah i think they had some electrolytes uh, yeah i think there were some electrolytes in there um i was trying to get electrolytes in my body but they just wouldn't stay down like i was i had like i was trying to drink some powerade it just came back up got that uh like smurf flu looking yeah i had blue powerade and i had yellow powerade so it was a little, it was both little something little something oh yeah i mean i tried to get them down but they just wouldn't stay down and then i was i was in the shower like that hot water just felt amazing and i was that's about the only time i felt good at all was during that and then uh yeah so i spent a good amount of time in the shower for two days like every other hour just getting that hot water on me. I guess because I guess I read on it, it's like if when you're sick and you like get in a hot shower, I guess it's it encourages your body to raise its temperature to fight off um, like sickness. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of why it, to raise your body temperature up. Yeah, so that's what I did. I spent like I would just like. Or a or a hot towel. I would use a hot towel as well. Hot water on a towel and just put it on my head and just like lay there, and be like, uh. Yeah, that's some shit, dude. I've been there before with that sinus infection, man. That's nothing to fuck around with. 
Oh yeah, and I and it's probably with some of it with my allergies and shit, but like it was just I felt like I felt like shit for Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. I felt better on Wednesday, got up and actually got out of the house. So I by Monday night they pumped me full of fluids again and then I I I was able to hold down some Powerades, put two Powerades in me. Got out of the house, bought me some Gatorade powder, mixed it up, and I've been drinking on I've been drinking on that for a few days now. So I'm I'm getting back. I'm not you know not like I'd say I'm about 85 90 percent right now because like I said like my appetite's back, but you know like you said I'm a little gun shy on on all the foods after you're sick. Oh yeah, you yak something up and. Yeah, it'll make you a little gun shy. I didn't even think I. In you. I didn't even think I really ate like anything like Sunday night or Saturday night. To, like I threw up. It was just mainly like dry heaving, and puking up that Powerade. Ah, uh, dry heaves are the worst too, cause it's not over. Yeah, you. you, you it, each one doesn't get you any closer to being done with it. <laughs> no, I feel like it makes it worse. Yeah. Like something's gotta happen. <laughs> so, then it's stomach acid. Yeah. Papa's gotta get out of the bathroom. All right, <laughs> something's gotta happen. Yeah. So that's that was what my last week looked like. Um, got yeah, that's too bad, dog. Got I got back. Was able to work on Thursday and Friday. That was that was cool though. So I got you know starting that work back up. Get you a couple gigs there. Yeah, got me a couple gigs. You know, and then couple gigs after that they were like hey you available on these days i'm like yeah i can do that <laughs> get your sick ass back in here <laughs> i didn't tell him i was sick though i was like <laughs> oh no hell no papa needs that money i hear you oh yeah get your cheese up yeah get your get your bread up that sneeze cheese up oh dude but uh speaking of bread dude i'm fucking excited about Jorge Game Bread versus Masvidal versus Nate Diaz, dude. I'm excited for that shit. Oh, hell yeah. I know we talked about it last, but I'm still going to bring that shit up because I am excited for that fight. Uh, How far off is that now? I think that's in November, man. I'm pretty sure it's November. Um, I really want to watch that one live. Yeah. A lot of times I'll, I'll watch highlights and stuff and catch up on them after they happen but i would really really like to catch this one uh yeah it's 244 um it is oh it doesn't say it uh, but i know it's no i'm pretty sure it's november uh november 2nd yep yeah. so we're about a yeah. we're a, we're about a month away from it a little little over a month you know, and by this come by the time this comes out, it'll probably be about a month away. This comes out on Friday, which or, is really just Sunday. right around the corner, man. The way time flies on. You. Oh yeah, dude. And you'll be you'll the the country club will be done. I'm pretty sure there won't be no golfing in November, will there be? It depends on the weather, dog. But These guys will show up. Yeah, but you be like on that Saturday night, like get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go watch this fight. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> Uh, we are watching the fight, and uh, oh, you want it? You want 
something, okay, go get it. <laughs> go go get it. Bring it out here. That's fine. Go get. You want a hamburger? Go to Hardee's. Yeah. Bring it out here. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. What you said? You want a beer? Well, give me the money, and then go home. <laughs> get get the hell out of here! Don't you, ask me to do nothing. I'm watching a fight. I'm watching, I'm watching my boy Nate. I'm I'm excited for this fight. I'm I like I I think I'm gonna be rooting for Nate, but um, I think I'm just gonna I'm like if if I'm not gonna switch sides or anything, but like if it's a good fight and you know Jorge Masvidal ends up winning, you know more power to him, dude. He's a fucking awesome fighter. He's came a long way. He was fighting in backyards and shit with uh i think with the kimbo slice thing and now and now he's up there you know fighting for the best motherfucker in the world uh title which they're actually gonna make that's awesome dude. that's that's they actually i they said they're gonna make it so that's fucking awesome shit dude and that's what makes a great fight is one like these where or this one i mean where you know i've been a fan of one of them for so long but it's not a disappointment to see the other guy win. Oh yeah, that's 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 awesome. It's, I mean, that's best case scenario for a fight like oh, this. Oh yeah, because um, they're even, they're both bad asses, man. I don't even know who would be another fight like this that I, where I wouldn't care really who won. I don't think there's been too many fights really that have been like that. But you know, it's awesome. It's it's gonna be a great fight. Um, I don't know what's really on the card besides that, but yeah. Well, I talked about a lot about what I did last week. You want to go ahead and talk about yourself? I mean, I'm hogging the mic over here. Oh, not at all, man. Uh, shit. The last couple of weeks, uh, or last week, I guess. I don't know, man. We I've been uh, I'm a coach for the U10 soccer club here in Albion. My boys playing on. Uh, we've been uh, practicing them up, getting them ready to go. We missed. Uh, we didn't play today because of rain and shit. Yeah. Uh, but they've come a long way, man. Uh, that first game, we really weren't ready, or they weren't ready. I'd say we. I put a lot of, I put a lot of it on myself. That's a good. That's a good coach, though, too. You know, like if I mean, if you like, if you put some of the blame, shoulder some of the blame yourself. You know. Yeah, and the fact that they're only, I mean, it's a ten-year-old team, but none of them are ten years old. I mean. Yeah. You got when they're not ready. You got to take all the blame, really, because they, you know, yeah, they don't know the sport well enough to be in the right mindset. And when they're not in that right mindset to go out and compete, uh, you got to put most of it on yourself as a coach. I, that's the way I look at it, anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, man. I mean, I like what I see out of them. It's a great group of kids. Uh, we got a lot of, a lot of crazies. You know, we have uh, some pretty short attention spans. Like <laughs> so I with said, any young none kid. of them. Yeah, none of them are ten years old. We uh, we top off at nine. Uh, 
but they they played their asses off. Uh, almost won one there. We were leading at half and let it let it get away from us a week ago. Yeah. But uh, is that the one where you were up three or? Yeah, maybe I. Have we talked about that one? I already? think I think you did. Maybe yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a lot of fun though. I put a lot of time and effort into uh into our practices and trying to get uh it just trying to get uh uh what's the word i'm looking for uh progress i was gonna say asses and gear but. yeah asses <laughs> and gear uh get just seeing progress and i love you know i love that about uh about the young sports is seeing them get a little better a little better a little better uh, other than that, though, last weekend we celebrated all our birthdays. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. <clears throat> we had cake like four days in a row. Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was sick for part of that, man. I was like, oh man. I was sick on your birthday. Your birthday was Monday or Sunday. Sun- Sunday okay. Yeah, I was like, sorry, I'm sick. Happy birthday. <laughs> no <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and you're like cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah then uh Tuesday was my boy's birthday, so I went into the school and ate lunch with him. Nice. Uh yeah, and he was excited. The kids on the soccer team were excited. They all uh, had to sit with you? We all they sat around me, yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of kids in their grade. Maybe. Uh, they were all kind of in one area. So, uh, that's how my daughters is. They have like a row of tables, but they're like round tables. And then there's like four rows and four classes. It's like a four by four pattern, I think, or maybe four by five. I don't know. But yeah, she's, I, the kids are always excited when you come and eat lunch with them. She's all, she's always come asking me to come eat with her every day. She's like every week. She's like, can come, can you come eat lunch with me? Can you come eat lunch with me? Friday, if you're not doing anything, can you come eat lunch with me and watch the movie afterwards? Because I guess they watch 15 minutes of a movie every Friday. Shit. And they're watching Wreck-It Ralph. I've already seen Wreck-It Ralph. I'm like, watch something new. Like, let's watch, like, you know, you know, Endgame or something like that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would take Finish all... the day out. <laughs> that would be, like, all year long. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the school year they finally get to the final battle scene <laughs> right dude that blew my mind though moving to albia is uh because i came at the end of seventh grade and there was a class in the afternoon it was only 20 minutes long called advisory yeah that was kind of ridiculous it, it wasn't like a class class it was just it was like a study hall but not a study hall, right? Right. It was only like twenty minutes long. You'd watch, wouldn't you? Watch the like TV ch- was on. You watch Channel One. Yeah, it, right? it was. It, for us, every day, Degrassi. Oh, you guys watched Degrassi? What? That's what was on, man. Dude, we watched like informational shit, like Channel One. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was, but that TV would be on. And it would be playing Degrassi. That's where I first learned about Drake. I was gonna say, wasn't Drake on Degrassi? I'm yeah. pretty sure. I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm like, 
ninety yeah. percent sure he was on. And that's grass. where I held that grudge of him saying, "Started from the bottom, now we here." You're like, dude, you started on Nickelodeon. Get the fuck out of here with <laughs> the bottom. Have you ever lived in a trailer park, bro? <laughs> or a trailer court? God damn, dude. Trump Acres, baby. Yeah, what? Canada is the bottom. Quite, quite contrary. It's on, it's on top of the United States. Exactly. <laughs> like you, being silly, man. Shit. Shit. But yeah, dude, I would. And the crazy thing was, is it was like everyone was already conditioned to it. Like they wouldn't even watch it. But I would sit there watching it and go, does anyone else see this chick? I, I remember a girl cutting her wrist with a protractor. Oh, shit. Like on the show, that was like one of their things. Like what? Guys, am I, the, am I really the only one watching this? And everyone else is like, yeah, dude, this show's really stupid. You should just not watch it. You should just <laughs> not. Don't pay attention. They're like, what are we doing? What are we doing? There's a lot of like, there's a lot of things that are questionable, but it's, uh, I mean, Albia School is probably one of the better schools around. I'd say. There's not. I mean, there's a lot of other schools that you know. They're you know some of the things they do are a little bit weirder, but. Like, are there schools around here who have like? hardcore porn on in the afternoon <laughs> no but like, is this pornography yeah just don't watch it man. <laughs> just i don't think you might, as well just, get, you might as well just not do you might as well just do your homework and not watch it <laughs> i don't think they're doing that um i at least none of the schools i know of um but uh <laughs> no we uh we're, we should probably plug our socials before uh, we get too out of yeah, hand Yeah, we here. better not get too crazy. <laughs> Hit him with our Facebook address. You can find the Things About Stuff podcast at facebook.com slash thingsaboutstuff. Podcast. podcast. <laughs> you forget the podcast every time. Hey, wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. Then you can find us at Twitter at podcast underscore T-A-S. That's Twitter at podcast underscore TAS. This TAS stands for things about fucking stuff. <laughs> what about that Instagram? Uh, what's that? Uh, just at at things about stuff podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get on that gram, son. Get on the gram. We got the Twitters. We got the Facebooks. We got the gram. Which our boys, Wade or um, Tim, I think that's his name. Is it Tim? Norman Tim. and Tim. Norman and Tim, that sounds about that right. That sounds right. Yeah. His associate, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Tim or Norman, they uh, they put up uh, like a snippet of the uh, of the episode every week on, on the gram. And uh, it's usually something stupid that we say all the time not all the time but it's something stupid we say out of the uh the episode like i think last one was it was us talking about um eating fine fine foods and you're like nah if i, I was like so if you're rich you'd never you'd never uh, eat fancy food and you're like nah i'm like so you'd eat hamburgers yeah it sounds about right <laughs> right yeah <laughs> 
but that's yeah, have, chicken wings, man. That's me. Oh, dude, chicken wings, dude. That's that'd be like, you know, you get big enough, like Kevin Hart, you get that full spread. And, you know, you're gonna have like ten different wings out there, aren't you? Piled that'd be high. My thing. Yeah, I'd have big <laughs> stacks, big stacks of wings. Yeah, I get come on tour with you on as your entourage, right? Yeah, oh, someone's gotta help me with those wings. <laughs> 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 we got the buffalo, the barbecue, and you'd go, damn well, I got those honey mustard out there. Oh, yeah. Big the stacks. Garlic Parmesan. That's, ooh, I love garlic Parmesan. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair say, woo! <laughs> go, woo on a bitch. <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's. I'm getting hungry for wings right now. I've ate, but I could almost eat chicken again. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like once I get my bread up, we're going to have to make a trip to get some chicken wings. Oh, yeah, dude. Maybe we'll take the boys uh, out to Wing Street and go ham on some chicken wings. And where'd we go with... Uh, I think your boy was with... The, did we go to Bench Warmers? I think we've been to Bench Warmers before. I, I don't know. We didn't have the boys, but I know we have been there yeah. before. Well, they've got some. Wings. They got some damn good wings. Though when they come out of the, f- they come, they come straight from the fryer to your table. Yeah. They're still temping out at two thousand degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Get that in you, dude. They those wings though. They will. Uh, they. Uh, they got a lot of variety there, and th- but they take a while. They take a long time to get you your wings. Yeah, that might be a like a staffing thing. I don't a, know, a, like a staff like issue a, type of like thing. a staff infection or yeah, right. Okay, yeah, <laughs> just so we're on the right page. Which I mean, it's unhealthy, but the taste is delicious. Oh goodness gracious, they got like. They got like raspberry chipotle wings. They've got everything, dude. Oh, stop my beating heart. I can't remember what I got. I got one of them that was like delicious like that. It was, God, goodness. It's one of my my boy Phil's favorite places to eat too. So anytime, if I ever, if I was like tonight, I was like, hey, let's go to bench warmers tomorrow. He'd be like, let's go. Let's go now. (laughs) Let's go now, he'd say. But it's midnight. Oh, fuck it, they're open till two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I yeah, I enjoy that place. Um the only reason um I would probably I, w- I said Wing Street was because, you know, children they have the picky appetite and the boys, you know, mine's like, Oh, you know, it's uh, maybe I want a pizza pocket too, besides my wings and I'm like all right, <laughs> but I think they got that. They got that new uh, cheese it. They got the cheese it. Um, oh, like they got a cheese it pizza thing where I guess it's like it looks like a cheese on the outside and it's filled with like mozzarella cheese on the inside. And like, yeah, I guess it's I don't know what it's called. Oh, hot damn! Oh yeah. But I guess it doesn't that taste anything good. like a cheese it though, is what I've heard. It doesn't taste like it. I guess yeah, if you're going by the look of it, mozzarella in the I middle. Guess. I mean, it looks they, they like might one have mozzarella cheese its, but it looks like it looks like a cheese it, and like it looks like it's like a 
like the size of a it would look it looks like the size of um you know you know when you play bags the bag you know how yeah. they're square looks yeah. about the size of that but it cheese it and filled with like mozzarella in the middle and i guess you could dip it in like mar i think it comes with marinara but yeah uh, it um i watched um you ever heard have you ever heard of uh you know barstool sports right yeah, yeah. You've heard of you've heard of Dave Portnoy, right? El Presidente. Yeah, yeah. He does. Uh, he has. He does this thing called. Um, it's pizza reviews. But he he like goes around the country trying different pizza joints out, and he gives them ratings and stuff like that. Right on. And he tried it out. He said taste. He loves cheese. It's he said and uh, did not. He said if he was cheese, if he were uh, a member of Cheese Its or own Cheese Its, he wouldn't put his name on this product. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know it is what it is. You know. Yeah, I suppose that's ah shit. It'd be one of those things where you go in with expectations. Yeah. Where it, I mean, it sounds good, but yeah, if you have one thing in mind and it doesn't live up to that. I suppose expectations. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a picky eater, though. Like, I mean, something could be like, you know, okay, and I'm like, eh, it wasn't. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't great. Um, there's a lot of people in town that don't. That well, not a lot of people. But I've seen a few people that don't like that new restaurant out there, at the new Pizza Hut or the old Pizza Hut, the that new one, Nick's Pizzeria and yeah, Taco. Yeah. I went out there and I thought it was all right. I thought, I mean, it was, it was, the pizza was pretty, it was decent. You know, I haven't had anything else out of there, but you know, I thought it was decent. You know, I didn't like, I didn't like, like, was like, oh God, this is amazing. So I can't like it. You know, I was like, it's all right. You know, it's, it's nothing amazing, but it's, you know, it's all right. I mean, and like, it, uh, when we were, when Jake was back in town, we ordered from there, and we got a buffalo chicken pizza. Was it pretty good? That was delicious. So I had to try the buffalo chicken pizza because um, when I went to the buffet, I tried um, – they had – like um, I tried pepperoni. I tried um, like a meat lover one. And then they had some deli- – I guess the pasta was, was pretty good. I liked the pasta. Um, it had like black olives in it. It was like tomato sauce, um, beef, pepperoni. There was a bunch of stuff in it. It was like a pasta, and I actually liked it because I like you don't see a lot of pastas that have like um, black olives. I like black olives. I don't know who like maybe not everybody else does, but I like I like black olives. Yeah, black olives in it. So I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty good. And then you know I had like. You know, I had a salad, which, you know, you can't fuck up a salad, really, but yeah. <laughs> I you make it yourself. Unless wasn't, uh, wasn't romaine lettuce full of salmonella a year or so ago? Some were. I don't think. I think it was just with, um like, I guess it must have been just with some retailers because, like, I think it was, like, mainly a lot of Subway, you know, and, like, I think I want to say, like, fast food restaurants. We're having that problem. Yeah. And their original product will make you sick. Yeah. Don't so. salmonella in it. It'll make yeah. you sick. Oh, goodness. But no, I was all for that place. Uh, uh, and I wish I could 
say the name of it. Is I it think Nick's? it's Nick's Pete's Stone Pizzeria and Tacos. And yeah, man, the tacos look great. Uh, they were the ones that uh, it was my mom and my grandpa got the got fried tacos. Ooh, fried tacos. Uh, which almost looked like well, that's why I think they were called. They looked like the equivalent of tasty tacos, like flour tacos. Yeah, which are amazing. That I I would say that's the best taco you can get in Des Moines. Yeah, I've never I've never taco. had a tasty taco, but Ooh. Yeah, that's a that's one you got to get on your palate. So maybe next time we we make a trip up to Des Moines, we'll go a tasty taco. Dude, I would love to get there earlier than right on fucking time. <laughs> to like even that taco truck on uh, our way there. What? I'd, I would love to try Yeah, that I've out. I think I remember going by a taco. We pass truck. it all the time, but I'm always like mission mode and can't stop and get a taco <laughs> those are authentic man you can't beat an authentic taco you know straight from the truck oh yeah get that authenticity dripping from your elbows oh yeah <laughs> go to open mic with grease stains on your shirt but you don't <laughs> give a fuck <laughs> take, a, take a gnarly dump <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I think I brought this up already, but Dan Upfit did that in a tumbler. Yeah, <laughs> that was you my favorite part that. of that whole night. <laughs> He's t- and you just slipped out while yeah. someone else is in there. <laughs> yeah, we both took pre-show dumps, but his was a lot longer and way noisier and aggressive. <laughs> As I'm walking out, he said something like apologizing. Like, hey, sorry you had to hear that. I'm like, ah, nothing but respect, man. Guy at the urinal who paid to be there got his fucking money's worth before the show started. Oh, man. <laughs> like, Probably wanted like a refund minutes. for that. <laughs> oh, no, <nah>, man. You go <laughs> to a comedy show and you don't like the good, <laughs> gnarly shit? <laughs> good old. Come on, man. Good old, good old poopy. <laughs> That's a vegetarian poop. Yeah. You know, that one was probably stinking. Oh, yeah. I could only imagine, bro. <laughs> I can't believe you would even go there. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Why would you have to bring smell into this? Oh, bro? God. Well, I mean, sounds go with smells. You got to use all five senses. <laughs> uh, I'd yeah. close I my lo- mouth I on that Dan one, to too. Death, <laughs> I love Dan to death, too, man. That was so fucking funny. Just see someone from the audience taking a piss <laughs> while all that's going on. <laughs> that and how he was just casually able to talk to me in the middle of it. Uh, I don't know about you, man, but like when I'm pooping, that's sacred time. That's like I don't want to be messed with. I don't want to carry on conversations. I I want to want to do my business and like be done. Oh, it depends on the nature of the poop, but. I do have a lot of respect for people who can casually talk to somebody while they're dropping mean logs. Oh, uh, dude, I can't. I got like I, f- I, I don't know. I think I, I don't know if I feel vulnerable or what, but like can't do it. Can't talk. Like when, uh, yeah, my kids will try. I'm like, I'm pooping. Leave me alone. Yeah. So no, no talking to me while I poop. Okay. Just don't. 
I can't. Uh, I can't. And that's where I th- I think it depends on the poop. If I'm struggling. Yeah, that's struggle city. You know, no no talking. Yeah, if I'm struggling, I need to focus. I I just can't talk to you. But <laughs> if it's you know if it's liquid rage, I can say a little something something <laughs> here and there. Yeah. Those minimal effort dumps. Minimal, yeah. Uh, I had a few of those after I got was feeling better. <laughs> now, if I fart, accidentally poop my pants, I'm not even going to look you in the eye. <laughs> I'm going to shuffle quickly to wherever I can <laughs> attend to this matter. <laughs> That's about how you have to handle that situation. Yeah, you just got to get out of there. <laughs> Man, I think we went off on one wild tangent here. I think we started with our socials and everything and uh, kind of got we, off onto the... <laughs> we started with social media, ended with shit talk. Sounds about right. We, uh, Sounds I, about right to me. Bro. We uh, still do need to give him, hit him up with that uh, with that Twitch. The Twitch. We're on Twitch. Oh, Twitching. Twitch.tv slash things about stuff podcast. Um, we're going to try hit Thursdays, um, here pretty soon. Um, I don't know what you got going on this Thursday. If you got something going on, it's cool. We'll try, we'll try to hit more, um, more, um, like, uh, more, uh, consistently, you know, as you know, your schedule comes, you know, clearer and you can be here at like a certain time, you know, and same thing. And then I'm, and then I'm afraid though. Once I have Thursdays open, it'll be Teehees. Mm. That's when their open mic is. The podcast is the podcast is more important, man. Teehees will always be there. Yeah, but when, man? I don't know. You gotta hit up my mics, dog. Well, then fuck Tuesdays and come on. We'll we'll d- then go to Thursdays. You gotta pick one or the other, man. You gotta pick. It's 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 the podcast or <laughs> or what? I don't know. I have... so I got no sleep coming up, man. I can't. You got, uh, I can't fumble that ball. No sleeps in November, man. Well, I'm sure we'll be we'll be we'll like be... I said, dude. That's right around the corner. Time flies, dog. Time time seriously flies. It feels day to day like it drags the fuck on. But when you look back on it, it's like, God damn. Like, dude, it's already October. Dude, like, my boy turned nine. Time flies, man. Oh, yeah. My, Time uh, flies. All three of my children have had their birthdays so far this year. So that's, and then that just leads um, to Terry's birthday and then my birthday. So, like, you know coming toward the end of the year so yeah what the fuck what is this deal i can't remember if it's okay never mind i had it right um and then the dangler's always hitting me up about uh uh, the java joes which one's that one wednesday or what thursday that's a thursday one Ah, I've been meaning to make it to that for a long time, and I haven't, just haven't done it. Just been chilling and shit. Is that the coffee shop? Yeah. 
That's the one Kinnick wants to go to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel. Like, I definitely feel like I wish I would have started open micing a long time ago. Like, back when I first wanted to. But 12 start. might be a little too early. <laughs> 12's pushing it. 12's pushing it. He's. He wants to be he wants to be a comedian though. So a comedian and a farmer. So I think <laughs> dude, you get the right tractor, you can pull them off. <laughs> you can pull both of those things off for sure. Be doing uh open mics at the Green Acres community building. Oh shit, dude. I wouldn't even open mic that shit. Just put on a show. Charge admission and shit. Oh up, shit, you up know. by the mailboxes though. <laughs> you ain't getting in here and meandering your way in. <laughs> you, you ain't fucking riding your golf cart around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to go home. Now, there's a show going on, and I know you can hear it. I know you can hear it from where you're at. <laughs> um, oh, you know what else? Thursday night open mic I was thinking about was you said that um, Mark Almain does it too. Yeah, right. every once in a while, man. That's uh, every once in a while? Uh it was like once a month, once or twice a month, something like that. Uh, but yeah, just with everything going on, it was like they would hit. Uh, now that I've gotten to gotten to be friends with the people uh, running the show over there, they'll hit me up before it happens, yeah. so then I know when it's going on. But as far as like the planning out and the future of it. I'm not always a hundred. They don't. Do they even know? I don't. That's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The last time I did a show there, they uh, they told me about an open mic on a Wednesday night. I was like, you know, that's my time to be with my boy. So yeah. So I don't do nothing but hang with him. Yeah. <sighs> Shit. Should we talk about the big news in Iowa right now? Let's do it, dude. Uh, first of all, fuck the Des Moines Register. Fuck them, dude. I never read it to begin with. Uh, yeah. Um, I can read. I choose not to. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. Can read. Won't read the Des Moines Register. Um, these pussies have a had a staff member named Aaron Calvin Colvin something like. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. No. The the dude's a pussy. Um, so basically what the deal was, um, this guy dug up, um, racially, like, I guess they were, they were quotes from Tosh.0 from, um, from this guy, Carson King, who Carson King, if you don't know about this whole story, Carson King, um, he was at college game day had a sign up that said um, Bush Light Supply Needs Replenished. Then it had his Venmo account. And um, you could basically send him beer money, right? So tons of people donate to this uh, or send him beer money, right? He's He's got like well over 3000 you know, on a Saturday. All he wanted was just beer money, right? So he decides that he's gonna. This Carson King is gonna um, donate this money. Yeah, to, he said he'd buy one case yeah, of bush light. One case of bush light, and then donate. Then donate the rest to um, the 
the Iowa Steadfast um, Children's Hospital. Yeah, and this is an Iowa State Iowa, kid. He's an Iowa State fan, yes, and he said he would donate all this money, whatever money got donated to, or sent to him after he bought one case of Bush Light, he would give the rest of the money to this Iowa Children's Hospital. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. Because um, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Definitely he, didn't have to do it. Didn't have to, could have taken that money, paid off his student loans, whatever, what have you. Oh, dude, and I imagine me in my in that situation, I'd have dicked around with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might have paid off debt. I may have, you know, I probably would have bought the beer for sure. May have gone toward debt and then just straight dicking around. But this kid's going to donate it to the children's hospital, which happens to be in the same city as a rival their rival team yeah which is i mean i can't even put into words how cool that is yeah that's a stand-up cool cat move so um so i think by the end of that like so the game goes by the hawks win a fucking course because they're the fucking iowa hawkeyes who just beat fucking middle tennessee middle tennessee state by a billion points besides (laughs) the point go hacks um, so he, he, he's like, after, you know, a week, you know, goes by, he's like, I'm going to wait till the end of the month. You know, you can still donate. Venmo gets part of it. Bush light or, um, Anheuser Bush becomes part of it. Um, and they match everything. And there's at, at this point, there is one po- over 1.1 million in donations. And this fucking scumbag, Aaron Calvin Colvin, whatever his fucking name is. Yeah, whatever his name is. Fucking digs up this fucking this tweet from eight years ago. It, I guess it's a racist tweet, but it was um, quoting the show Tosh.0. Right. And to put it into uh, further, put it into context. He was 16 years old at the time. 16 years old, a sophomore in high school. He's now 24 years old. Um, dug up that tweet from eight years ago, but there was a tweet on his on his Twitter from two years before that. It was something about how until we learn to come together as people, we'll never see the end of racism. So, I mean, that shows you, like him quoting a show for as a sophomore that might have said something racist and you know maybe his mindset changed maybe he just posted because he thought it was funny and then some scumbag wants to ruin a good thing fucking brings these fucking apparently racist you know tweets up like there's two of them i guess um what killed me, though, was the local news when they talked about it. They were like, we couldn't find the tweets, but they're out there. But they, yeah. the Des Moines Register found them. I guess but he deleted the, them. The crazy, yeah, I'm sure he, as soon as it happened, I'm, uh, I'm sure he went and deleted them. But even the news was like, you know, as bad as it is, we would have shown them on the local news. But we couldn't find them. They're reprehensible, and no one should ever see them 
but if we could find them, we would have shown them to you. And we apologize that we didn't have them. And this that is from me, man. This is from Tosh Point O, which you is can't a show. Say it, but we would have shown you. Which is a show on fucking Comedy Central. So Comedy yeah. Central let this air. I don't know. I just think it was a bullshit for this guy to even dig this up. There's no reason for it. There was no reason for him to to do this. Um, because so, then in the him doing that, Anheuser-Busch says they're cutting ties with him. They're cutting ties with him, they're gonna, but they're still going to donate. Um, they're still going to donate the amount they said they would, but it's just not associated with Carson King. Yeah, so, that was that was their like uh, uh, damage control. Yeah, because at first they had cut all ties, uh, and I was with Spencer right after they said that. It's kicking it with him, uh, and I said to him, uh, you know, it finally answers the question, which is more important: protecting people's feelings or saving children. And he goes, "Oh shit." gets his phone out and he tweets it at Anheuser-Busch and they tweeted him back we plan uh, we will stand by donating like something like that that's that's it's I think it's still uh, yeah and that's I think it's still bullshit they are fuck they they are basically fucking over like this 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 Aaron Colvin fucked over this kid's grand gesture of like doing something great. He had to bring up this, this, this big ordeal, like, like, Hey, let's pull some shit up on this guy from eight fucking years ago. If you want to look at, if, if I'm, I'm glad social media wasn't around when I was 16 years old. Cause I don't know what kind of shit I would have posted. I don't think it would have been racist, but like some of the shit I posted would have probably like, it probably wouldn't be fucking like politically correct or anything. I like, I I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I don't think I've ever said, uh, like I've never posted anything, anything racist really. Um, but I, I still like, even at 16, I don't think the, my tweets are my tweets or like my messages. Like I look at my messages from eight, nine, 10 years ago. And I look at myself and sometimes I, I'm like, what the fuck was I posting that for? That's the stupidest shit ever. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you go, you, you change over time. So why are we digging up something from high school? If I dug up something from looking back now that I fucking in high school, I've been like, fuck, why are you judging me off that when my mind hadn't fully fucking developed? Yeah. And when I see people trying to talk about like, a, well, he was 16. He was old enough to drive a car. He should have been yada, yada, yada. Is like with most of those, with most of those comments, like <clears throat> the given response is obviously like, well, you're lucky to have not had Facebook when you were that age. So you can say whatever you want to. Yeah. Because you don't have that because it wasn't around. Yeah. And I, and but people like, you know, I did, I had Facebook 
I got first got Facebook when I was 16 years old and I can remember like the very first thing I posted on Facebook was uh, uh, schools out smoke a bowl about it and people <laughs> yeah and people came to me like you, know, you shouldn't say things like that on the internet yada 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 like uh, people can see this and I was like <laughs> and I'm still I'm still 16 years old I'm like I don't give a fuck I don't give yeah. a fuck dude I'm cool I'm 16 and I'm cool. Yeah. I drive a fucking Cadillac, dude. <laughs> I'm cool as fuck. I'll say whatever the whatever the f I want on the internet. All right, because I'm cool. Exactly. But that's the mind of a 16 year old, dude. There's no rhyme or reason to it. You don't have to be racist to repeat a racist joke on the internet. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I I just don't think I don't, that we yeah, should. I don't, I don't think we should be judged by what we posted in the past, and like, especially when we're in high school, because I mean, there's Shit. two things that you know you're really worried about in like when you're that age. You're you know, girls, and then like where the party's at. Yeah, where that party at, dog. So you can find them girls. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're into guys, guys, if you're a girl and you're into guys, guys, if you're a girl and the girl, girls, <laughs> you know, there we go. Covered all bases there. <laughs> Nailed it. <dude>. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. That's that party life. <laughs> yeah. That's and that's what you are as a God. as a high schooler. You you're Unless you're, you know, trying to get into Harvard, then you're, like, studying on a Saturday night. Yeah. And, I mean, I would never condone saying, like, straight racist shit. Yeah. But, like, in this kid's case, he was repeating a joke that he heard. And I, to me, if it's a joke, it's a joke. Let's move on. You know what I mean? Because a joke can even... A joke about a racist joke could actually bring attention to a race issue that we haven't looked into yet. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say some crazy shit in the middle of a joke with the intention of, hey, look at how stupid I look as if I actually believe this and mocking the people who believe that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if that's your intention with the joke, uh, but yeah, I can. I couldn't condemn. Very good. Okay. Very good. Yeah, as I couldn't condemn someone for a joke because I know they're trying to be funny. Yeah. Uh, and then with the kid, at sixteen years old, hearing it, repeating it online. I mean, you're getting second-hand blowback. What? What was it? Eight years. Mm-hmm. Later, now yep. in the middle of trying to do something good, but that also, like the guy who dug that up, that's his job. That's what the news has become now. But he had some. He had some. And, he had some racist tweets too. Yeah, he. Had, I don't think he has a job anymore because yeah, of, he got fired. Uh, what I heard is he had actually used the N word on yeah, social media. I saw the the ones that he tweeted. Were so, they head PE lyrics or was he? I don't know. I was he calling people the N word. I think so. I don't even know. But I mean, knowing that that's his job, like 
he, it wasn't it wouldn't have been his idea to look into it that's the news now is oh this is a cool story wouldn't it wouldn't it be cooler though if we got in the mix with a yeah. hot take wouldn't it be cooler if we had a hot take on this guy dig up some incriminating tweets like that's the news now dude that's the you know the the environment there. why can't they just why can't they just give like why can't they just let them give to the 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 charity <clears throat> and then i've seen other things like memes where people are like oh everybody everybody in iowa is behind carson king who said something racist so they're are they are they secretly racist no we're just smart enough to know that you are going to change your your attitude and your mindset changes over time. Well, in that that and smart enough to realize context, too. Yeah. Like it's all how long ago it was, how old he was. Yeah. I mean, you got to take all facts into consideration before calling someone who's donating over a million dollars yeah. to a children's hospital. The, this never should have been a fucking thing. This no, never really should. Shouldn't. This really never should have been. been a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I agree with you. 100%. And now, and now, this kid who did something great, still doing something great. Don't, <laughs> Which don't, he never asked for in the beginning. Yeah. It wasn't like he said, "Hey, I'm going to do a really nice thing. Everybody, look at me." No, I think you know, he probably it was a he, joke that turned. He didn't into, even think he was going to get any money. Or he said oh, he might. He not. said he yeah. thought he thought he might have got um, enough for a beer or for beer, but that'd be about it. And then it turned into this great big thing. And then of course, people have to ruin things because oh, yeah. they're not getting attention. And if if he said, uh, like, if he would have decided, oh, I'm going to spend all this money on beer, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. We would have never known. Yeah, it wouldn't be on the news. You know, no one would be like, oh, hey, that kid who had the sign up, who raised a bunch of money, he says he's going to spend it all on beer. <laughs> that story would have ended immediately. Or it, it, it only he, became a story because he did, he chose to do something cool with the money. Yeah, and then a fucking twat waffle had to fucking ruin it. Bush Bush is going to make a donation as Bush, not as Bush with Carson King, which is bullshit. And half of, like, I guess there's some people that are like, oh, I'm still going to drink Bush Light. And there's other people that are like, oh, I'm switching, which, you know, I see you are. You, you switched it up. Yeah, I'm drinking Coors for Kings tonight. Coors for Kings. Coors for King, baby. I don't know how long I'll keep it up, but the uh, twist off cap is podcast friendly. Yeah, it is. I don't know if uh, all y'all out there on the airwaves can hear me cracking these open, but it is a lot less noisy than the cans. Yeah. Even the bottles. Uh, Respect. Yeah, the bottles have a little to them. That and there's just so hard on my delicate hands yeah <laughs> you didn't you say one time really like, you're like how do you open those with your bare hand i'm like i don't know i just do it <laughs> something like that 
You're like, ow, it hurts my it hurts my hand. It hurts. Ow. Should we should we move on from this subject? Because I mean, if I've I don't know, I it just it makes it it kind of pisses me off, and I'd rather talk about some other shit that pisses me off. <laughs> there we go. The end of the next thing. Yeah. I think where we stand is clear. Where, yeah, I we're want, with I, we're with King. Yeah, we're with King, and uh, and we know that you know sometimes when you're younger you can be an idiot. Right. And you and your and mindsets and your everything everything can change. Let's talk about the week four in the NFL. Did you catch any games? I did not. None. You know your no. Dolphins lost, right? You're kidding me. <laughs> With all that talent we got rid of, we're not good anymore. Are you surprised? Are you shitting me. Surprise, man. I can't believe that idea didn't work. Dude, I, uh, for the fourth week in a row, picked the Thursday night game wrong. Damn, dude. Fucking pick the Packers, man. I thought Aaron Rodgers could do this damn thing. Oh, shit. That, that was the one I watched. Yeah. I was in there for that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I fell asleep during this game. Fun fact. Because, uh, I was still dying. I felt like, or no, it was Thursday night. Um, no, I was, I was, I fell asleep because I, I didn't have very much sleep Wednesday night and went in to work Thursday and then had like three or four hours of sleep when I went to work and then came home, started watching the game a little bit, wanted to go to sleep at like 10 or 11 so I could sleep through the night. Um, fell asleep at like, the very beginning of the game. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. The baby. Dude, what I'll say about that game, what was driving me nuts the whole time, was the consistency on flag, on flags and penalties. It, and it was, it was both ways. I don't think either team, like, really benefited from it. Yeah. But goddamn, dude, the ah. Uh, you know, one team would get away with pass interference, and then they would call like a d- iffy. Just kind of, it was like they would miss calls and then uh, throw makeup flags in there. Yeah, you know what I mean, it was. I feel the like whole the game was like the, it was frustrating to watch. Even though I, I didn't want the, I almost never want the Packers to win, but shit, watching that game was like, come on, guys, like eventually you have to take pride in what you do and call a decent game here. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I was, um, I was going to watch it with baby and, you know, we usually watch chipmunks, but I was like, I was like, you watch game. And she's like, let's watch game. (laughs) She was like, she didn't know, but she was like, she wanted, she was like, whatever it's bedtime. Let's go downstairs and watch TV. So she, she's watching the game with me. She's like, water, water, water. I was like, go upstairs and have mommy eat your water. So she waddles upstairs. She, she goes and gets her water and she stayed upstairs. So I'm just sitting there watching the game. Next thing I go, and I wake up and the game is over. And, uh, Terry and baby are in bed asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I had 
passed out during the whole game. So I was waiting for baby to come back with her water and watch the game and go. We would both go to sleep. And then now she went up and fell asleep with mom upstairs. That damn baby. Yeah, dude, it was a hard game to watch, though. Like, yeah, the greatest quarterback of all time, Aaron Rodgers. He couldn't get anything going. Uh, and like I, I feel said, like that's dude, how was... he was last year. He couldn't get anything going. They don't have any really, like, solid running backs. They're, I feel like their running backs are just, like, they need to draft a good running back and another good receiver and a tight end that's not a fucking million years old. Yeah, so they got a couple different places to get filled yeah. up. Yeah, they got about three places, but they're, I mean, I think their defense is pretty decent, isn't it? Yeah. The Eagles are yeah, pretty that... high flying offense though too, so I mean Now when you really think about it, they they're much more evenly matched than you would think. But dude the officiating in this game was so Shit. it was so inconsistent and just I mean there were times when a a defender could be all over a receiver and then in the next play they can't touch them. It was yeah. like they would miss calls and then, and then throw a makeup flag for it. Yeah, I think each of them challenged a, a, because you can challenge the pass interference now. Yeah, and I think both of them, uh, they stuck with the ruling on the field, which was uh, a garbage call or what? Yeah, it was just like a like clear oversight. And they're like, uh, no, we're just gonna stick to it. <laughs> but Uh-oh. then they would, and then they would throw a flag on a play where there wasn't either not as clear as pass interference as the the one before, or just no pass interference. And then they would like make the call up, but they were doing it all game long for both teams. And it was just, it made it frustrating to watch, I thought. Yeah. I thought the officiating made it frustrating to even watch the game. Um, next, we'll talk about the Redskins and Giants. The Giants are, they're, uh, they're coming back from their, their uh, early season struggles. I didn't think they were going to be as good this year. Um, just because, you know, um, Eli Manning was the quarterback. He was prone to throw in turnovers. Uh, last week they started um, their rookie quarterback, um, Daniel Jones, who they've nicknamed Danny Dimes. Oh, yeah. His nickname is Danny Dimes. Um, they ended up winning um, their second game in a row, I believe. Um, uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones, not so good this game, but I mean, he was pretty efficient 23 or 31, 225 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. I mean, he didn't have, you know, his interceptions weren't that great, you know, but he's mo he's mobile, dude. He can, he can get around unlike, um, Eli, um, oh, yeah. And uh, he's just, you know, he's kind of, I don't know, I feel like he's a probably a better a better quarterback than Eli at this point in Eli's career. He's like, he's his last few years have not been that great. Just, 
they needed to replace true, him true. and they got the replacement and he's been he's been nothing but a class act since he's been you know benched Eli so i mean he's been doing helping he's been helping Daniel Jones out which is which really speaks for his professionalism you know no oh, yeah when you're getting replaced and you're perfectly healthy and you got and there's an, and another guy takes your place and you you do nothing but try to help the guy that's that's a class act right there oh absolutely dude and here's the other thing about the Giants. No racial undertones in their team name. No, not at all. <laughs> so the Redskins do deserve to lose. Deserve to lose. Don't deserve it. Hey, they were who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. <laughs> uh, next, we'll talk about the Chiefs and the Lions. Um I watched part of this game from the kitchen because I was making myself a grilled cheese and ham. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I think this is an afternoon game. I am per... No, I don't think it was. No, it wasn't. But um, it was one of the only games on local TV. So I had to... I, I watched my Raiders. You know, I watched them elsewhere. Um, and... Uh, but this was on and I... And, like, I... And uh, Mahomes fucking pulled it out of his ass again. Uh, the Lions gave him a pretty good run. They ended up beating the Lions 34-30. Mahomes is just a uh, – he's, he's good. I can't, I can't, like, lie. He didn't throw any touchdowns, but, you know, he had – he was 24 for 42, 315 yards. So he can do it when he needs to. But, you know, the thing of it is – is like he may you know if he stays good till he's like you know in his 30s how some of these quarterbacks do yeah uh he could shatter records yeah but the thing of it is is there will have to be an asterisk next to his records stating that he played in a league that you can't touch the quarterback yeah they are they're they're so dude the what the record holders now played in a completely different league. I've like watching the even the what was it the Raider who the Raiders play the other week that I the Chiefs. Um, I watched. Um, I think it was Max Crosby get called for roughing the passer, and his momentum carried him into the fucking quarterback, and he got called for roughing the passer. That's bullshit. If if oh, you ain't if you me. are if you are within like I'd say an arm length away from the quarterback and he just throws it, you are not going to be able to stop yourself as a 260 to 300 pound man. It's hard. Okay? I know. I yeah. played football. <laughs> Oh shit! And that's what I uh, in that Packer game, they they threw a flag when the uh oh shit it was uh went was it Wentz playing for Philadelphia? Yep. He got hit as he threw, and they threw a flag. And the crazy thing about that game is they stopped explaining what the flag was for. You know how when they throw a yeah. flag, they come out and say, you know, roughing the passer, 
this team, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. They throw, he gets hit as he throws. They throw the flag. They pick it up and they don't say anything. So I turned to the guys watching the game and I said, uh, uh, there is no Tom Brady on the field. Uh, it's now second down. <laughs> but that was the thing. Like they, they would throw flags, pick them up. They stopped explaining fouls at a certain point. They weren't calling them on a certain person or nothing. How they explained that? Yeah, it had gotten that bad to where they quit doing that. In the first half of the game, the second half, they the referees. I don't know if it was a microphone issue, but they weren't on TV. Hmm. They would throw flags. They'd be on a new spot on the field, but with no explanation. <laughs> it was the cra- it, dude. It, that game was hard to watch. It was craziness. Yeah. Um, next we have the Falcons or the Titans at Falcons. Um, the Falcons are on a slippery slope of being fucking terrible because they are now one and three. Um, they played the Titans. Um, Matt Ryan just threw 53 times this game, 397 yards, just no touchdowns. You know, fucking. Oh, God damn, dude. That's a lot of yards for no TDs. Yeah. Fucking Mariota had a field day, though. He has 18 of 27 for 227 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, his boy, Derek Henry, the running back, had uh, 100 yards rushing on 27 attempts. You know, the Titans are one of those teams that when, like, I, when I'm going to pick them, I don't know what team's going to show up. True, true. You never know which one's going to show up. Uh, much like this uh, Browns and Ravens game, the fucking Browns, they're two and two. You never know what team's gonna show up there either. Um, your boy Baker Mayfield, he had a decent day, twenty for thirty, three hundred forty-two yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Nick Chubb went off, one hundred sixty-five yards, three touchdowns. Damn, boy was doing work. Now, Nick Chubb, he wasn't the one who punched that woman and then kicked her while she was on the ground. No, that was that's his uh, running back uh, teammate, um, Cream Hunt, who Cream will be, Hunt. Will okay. be there um, later this year, like week eight or something like that. Okay. Uh, your boy Jarvis Landry went off, though. Eight receptions for 167 yards. That's oh, your boy, damn. though. That's your former Dolphin. Yeah, dude. Juice came loose, man. The juice is loose. Um Good goal. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's um another guy in that this year's been going off to. Um he had two hundred and forty seven yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, but he's he's been doing the damn thing this year. Ingram, um, he had seventy one yards. He's been another guy that like I like to watch and I have him on a fantasy football team. Didn't play him this week though. I think I played uh, Josh Jacobs instead, which is, you know, my Raiders. I figured they'd do pretty well. Uh, the Browns end up winning this game 40-25. to um, Surprising from the Browns because maybe, maybe their offense is coming together. That's what I'd like to see out of them. Like, the as, as much talent as they have, I'd like to see their talent come through. Yeah, and that's – 
I dig that Baker Mayfield. I think he's a bad dude. So, and the Browns scoring forty points, man. I can't that, remember a time yeah. since I've been watching football that they've scored forty points in two weeks. <laughs> uh, I mean, they've been they've been garbaggio since I've been watching. Yeah. Um, I wa- and then the next game is my team, the Raiders. They played the Colts. Um, got to watch this game. Um, the Raiders went up 14-0, like, real quick in the first quarter. Like, Carr threw two touchdown passes right away. Um, he threw one to, I think, Foster Moreau. And they threw one to, um, threw one to Foster Monroe, Foster Moreau. And then one to Tyrell Williams. And then, um, that's it. Those are the only two he threw to. And then, um, this kid, Trevor Davis, who we just traded for off of the Green Bay Packers, he took an end around 60 yards to the house, dude. Damn. 60 yards to the house. So, yeah, he, he did, did pretty damn good. Um, dude, that end around play, though. That's about the story there is like, you know, touchdown or two-yard loss. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the defense the defense was fooled because they went after – I guess I guess they shifted toward uh, Josh Jacobs because they, they faked it to him and gave it to this Trevor Davis guy. And um, he took it to the house. Um, sixty yards, and I guess they must have done it again because he get he ended what, up getting what, fourteen what? yards. Take it to the house, damn straight. House. But yeah, he uh, uh, Josh Jacobs had a great game running too. Um, he was seventeen for seventy nine yards. He's dude. He is the the best running back we've had in a long time. Like I'm glad we spent this first round draft pick on him because he runs with authority. He's like he he runs in there and wants to initiate contact. It's almost like he is what McFadden should have been. Yes, and I you know I I was a big fan of McFadden, and I really wanted him to do well. Um, you know, so many I think like. The the years that we had him, I was always a big fan of his. Wanted him to do awesome, and then just it just never panned out for him. Mainly because the team we had around him was no good. Right. I don't. Re- I don't even. Just re- have the one. I can't really blame anything on McFadden. Um, I me, agree with that. Yeah. Me and me and my boy both had uh, matching away jerseys. McFadden. Me. And, nice. Me and Kinnick. So yeah, I still have it. So I don't know if he has his. He's probably outgrown his. But uh, yeah, Raiders away jersey is a pretty sharp piece. Oh yeah, that white on black. Oh man. Yes, sir. And then it, it just nothing looks better than that. Um, but yeah, I I don't blame it. I don't blame Darren McFadden for it for his shortcomings, because you can't have a an a. a a terrible offensive line and bad coaches. Yeah. I can't blame any of that on him. 
he was a good running back. As a matter of fact, three of the, three guys came out of that backfield in uh, Arkansas that year. Uh, Felix Jones came out, oh, nice. went to the. He was he was on was he the. No, that wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Felix Jones. He went to the Cowboys. Um, Felix Jones went to the Cowboys. Darren McFadden went to the Raiders, and then Peyton Hillis, who was the oh, fullback yeah. in that team, he ended up getting drafted too. He ended up being. Um, I think he was. I think he got drafted to the Broncos, and then he went to the Browns, where he was really good on the. I think. He had a standout season yeah, where he with the Browns. On, he ended but, up on that video game cover, and then. But he, done. but bef- like he did pretty decently with the Broncos too. I'm pretty sure he started on the Broncos, and then they trade him to the Browns. So yeah, I mean, big he, old white boy running yeah, the ball, man. Number forty, man. And he, you know, he towed the rock with authority too. Um. But yeah, and then Felix Jones, they did some wildcat shit with him in Dallas. Um, you know, I wanted to say he went to Miami, but he might have been in Miami later in his career. I know they had Cadillac Williams, which was similar, but yeah, and I think his best years were at Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think they drafted him. Yeah. I know. I think that's where they did the start of the Wildcat was with him in Tampa Bay, and then they fucking kind of no. No, yeah, Brown with yeah. the Dolphins. Yeah, Ronnie. He Br- came from Auburn, where they were running, where they started the Wildcat. Yeah, there's a yeah, and the coach, anyway, the coach, the coach came up with the with uh was uh did the Wildcat too, but let's get let's get through some of these scores. We get off t- tangent too much. And, True, true. Uh, we had the Patriots. I watched the part of this game because this was on TV. The Patriots and the Bills. Um, the Patriots, uh, surprise, surprise win, 16-10, to 10, though. Not a big victory like they've been, you know, the last couple weeks. Yeah, I would have guessed it bigger than that. But the Buffalo's defense is pretty stout, you know. But um, as far as the Bills, their their starting quarterback Josh Allen was a just total turd in this game. He was yeah, I is he that threw Albion native Josh Allen. No, okay. There's two Josh Allens in the NFL. You know that there, one's a quarterback and one's a defensive end. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think the I think the one for that's a defensive end plays for the Jaguars. But uh, yeah, that Josh Allen he. Uh, through three picks 13 of 28 wasn't even 50 percent on his passes you know damn so <laughs> yeah man, that won't get it done that won't get it done uh panthers and texans this was another game that was low scoring affair 16 10 panthers over the texans um you know panthers still got um cam newton still hurt but cam newton's been shit show anyways lately yeah, Dressing. I probably would have taken the Texans in this one. Yeah, that's I who I picked. Um, Just only because they're at home. Yeah. Um, the uh, the the Panthers, um, uh, Cam Newton is too worried about dressing like your grandma. Not your grandma, <laughs> just anybody's grandma. Like your grandma, if you're <laughs> listening. He's too busy dressing like your grandma. 
I'm pretty sure the next step is for him to come out in a full uh, dress with, you know, flower print on it and continuing with that shawl thing he's got on. I'm pretty sure that's his next step. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but nah, this this game is, you know, their quarterback, Kyle Allen, he was an undrafted free agent. Cool story behind him, you know, doing doing pretty damn good for him, you know, winning the game for him. Um, that Christian McCaffrey, he's a stud. He's out there, 27 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. That dude's just solid. Like, you're going to put him on any team. He's going to be great. You could put him even oh, on, yeah. you know, like, fuck, who's a terrible team? The Cardinals. He'd be good. I Dude, the uh, O-line makes such a huge difference in how well a running back does. And you'd think the Texans, though, would have that because they just traded for Laramie Tunzel from you guys, and then they got Kenny Stills, too, so... You would think that they'd have that offensive line, but apparently not. What did they move Stills over to left tackle? No, Tunzel. <laughs> Tunzel, you dick. You know who I was talking about. <laughs> Stop fucking with me. You know you know damn well who I was talking about. You know what Stills plays. Yeah, right. Well, okay. <laughs> see, I didn't see the game. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew these players on your team. Yeah. Well, Tunzel could have been on the pot. <laughs> that doesn't help anyway. He's on the pot. Oh, uh, shit. Then we have the uh, Buccaneers just coming to show out. 55 points on Jeez. the Rams. That'll shut Nick up. Oh, God damn. I would hope so. Oh, man. Uh, Jameis Winston, big day. 385 yards, four touchdowns, and an interception. Um, oh, my God, dude. I cannot believe I haven't heard about this. Yeah, dude. This uh, is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I know. You should text Nick later and be like, fuck you, Rams. Yeah, I'll wait till it's good and late. Yeah. And then I'll call him <laughs> over and over. Like he would do to you, right? Yeah, just keep calling him. Oh shit! Um, and, and then I'll go. Hey, dude, are you up? Hey, hey, dude, you up? <laughs> Did you hear about the Rams game? <laughs> you hear they lost? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was your birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That'd be awesome. Do it right now. Do it on the podcast. <laughs> Let's see what I can do. <laughs> Does that thing got speakerphone on it? I believe so. We're gonna we're gonna attempt a call here. <laughs> Put it up near the mic. When you get to his voicemail, I'll just be like, hey, I just want to know if you knew the score of the Rams game. I've been at the club all day. <laughs> and then end it with happy birthday. <laughs> Your call has been forwarded to 
Hey, bro. Uh, just calling to wish you a happy birthday. I, uh, yeah, I know you've been looking forward to it, and I think that's awesome, man. Happy birthday. Uh, by the way, did you hear about the Rams game this last weekend? Anyways, talk to you later, bro. <laughs> uh,. Yeah, he. I didn't see any shit from him on Facebook. Uh, oh, I did see something about him saying something about the that uh, Calvin Johnson would break all of Jerry Rice's records if he had still played, which I kind of agree with. But you know, I kind of I understand why Calvin Johnson retired when he did, because I mean, if you're playing your whole career for a shitty fucking team and you're not going to go anywhere. Why not retire? Oh, absolutely, dude. Dude, Barry Sanders did. They've the the Lions have had the two best players at their positions of all time. Barry Sanders at running back and Calvin Johnson at wide receiver. Two of the best players at their position ever. I don't think they weren't complete shit when they had Sanders, though, were they? Oh, uh, they were. I think they only made the playoffs like once when he was when he played for them. Fuck yeah, that's frustrating. I don't think the Lions did very well with um, Calvin Johnson either. I know they had this like revolving door of they finally got you know Stafford for him, but I think it took a while before they ever made the playoffs. And you know. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, you just if you're playing for a team that's going nowhere and they're not going to trade you, or they're you know they're just going to keep franchise tagging you when you're up. Fuck it. But goddamn, dude, when we when the Dolphins had Brent Grimes, same year that Odell Beckham made that crazy catch behind yeah. his back, yeah. you know. Brent Grimes made an identical catch to pick off Calvin Johnson in the end zone. Calvin Johnson, six foot five, I believe. Yeah. Brent Grimes, five foot ten. That's shorter than me. Yeah, he goes back, snags it, takes away a drive from him. What would have been a touchdown pass from a giant? From the little guy. <laughs> I mean, but of course, uh, you know Beckham. He got all his spotlight and whatnot, and did nothing with the Giants. <laughs> and Brent Grimes didn't get mentioned a second time. They may not have won that game. I think so. Brent Grimes' wife or girlfriend had a lot to do with why he didn't get very much attention. She was always on fucking social media saying about how good he was and how he deserved everything and. <laughs> Wow. Women will do that. They'll hey, when you're right, you're right, right? <laughs> hey, when you're female, you're right, right? Oh. What? What did I say? <laughs> what, what did I say? Yeah, I was you, talking about football. Dude. You can, uh, you can, 
on Twitter, if you want to direct any of them, you know, at podcast underscore TAS, make sure you mention judge in that tweet. <laughs> no, <I> mean, <laughs> all of our views are not our views can, you know, <laughs> this, we don't have the same views on everything. <laughs> Man. Somehow I feel like Trying that's boy under the bus. That's yeah. gonna be the fucking quote that they choose for the fucking Graham story. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "It's gonna be us talking football," and then like, "Well, when you're a woman, you're right." <laughs> yeah, and now you you are not recorded saying. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, they'll be like, "Hey, didn't they call me Norman and you something fucking crazy?" <laughs> Tim, well, it's Tim. Say? Why I, I fucking? It's Tim, isn't it? <laughs> It's Tim or Jim, one of those crazy <laughs> short names. Mim? Mim? I feel like I would remember Mim. My uh, my uh, daughter used to watch a show called Kate and Mim Mim. It was really? about a fucking, this girl, she had this like bunny rabbit or something. They She twirls around with it and then they go to this imaginary land. And they go on adventures. The nice. middle daughter, Moo, Monkey Moo. So a rabbit adventures, I can yeah. I can get on board with that. Now we have rabbits out of the farm, but no adventures with the rabbits. Yet, yet. <laughs> we got a shoot. One's all black, and then the other one's like a white and gray or some shit like that cool ass rabbits i bought them off of one of my former students so nice yeah i know they got some kick-ass homes out there so. yeah i fucking built them man and then my dad put them built like a table and put the hutches on top of that table nice so he's a fucking ingenuity dude yeah i'm the guy that puts shit together and then he puts other shit together and makes it better that's where we made that tall ass bike. Yeah. Out of your dad's shop. His six foot tall bike. How high were you when you made that bike? Personally? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Was my dad helping you <laughs> partake? Hey, do you remember Ricky Williams' his last season with the Dolphins? <laughs> Well, <laughs> does he remember it? <laughs> like I said, no comment. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, we'll move on. <laughs> uh, oh, there's more games? You're the Chargers uh, beat the Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins no. put some points up, though. Ten points. There we go. Ten motherfucking points. Let's see how uh, your boy Josh Rosen did. He was uh, 17 of 24, 180, one for one. Damn. Going hard. The Chargers, um, they had pre uh, – Philip Rivers played. He was, he was pretty efficient, 24 of 30, 310 yards, two touchdowns. So, you know, he had a field day with this this team who um, is made up of mainly um, water boys and, um, um, like, staff members' boyfriends. Oh, yeah. That's, how I th- that's who I think is on the team. 
I know they called me, but I was busy. <laughs> you, I couldn't play. You're like, I got I to run the country club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I played one year in seventh grade. They're like, so you'll do it? <laughs> I'm busy, man. I mean, thanks, but I, I can't do it. Um, funny thing about the Chargers, um, the Melvin Gordon was he had a he was holding out with the team to get more money. Um, missed the first four games. He reported back Thursday. Um, he'll probably play next week. Um, so yeah, I grabbed him up in one of my fantasy leagues. Someone was dumb enough to you know drop him, so I picked him up. So I'll hopefully have a pretty decent running back when he returns. So that'll mean Austin Eckler won't get as many touches anymore as he used to. I was gonna say if he played in that game, his na- his numbers may be inflated. Yeah, just a bit. Uh, next we have the Seahawks beat the Cardinals. Um, Cardinals are a shit show this year. Um, o three and one. They are going to – I think they're going to be in for another for top five pick again this year. <sighs> then my other team, the Vikings, lost to the Bears. Um, Bears defense is just so damn tough this year, dude. It's, like, hard to get anything past them because, you know, you've got um, – they've got these studs, Prince of Makamura, um, They've got Khalil Mack. They've got they've got they've got a team. They've got a stacked team. Um, Kyle Fuller. He's another haha Clinton Dix, which I like saying his name. Yeah, so much ha-ha, fun. Ha Clinton Dix. <laughs> but yeah, they've got. I mean, they've got some good guys on their on their defense, and they're they're just they're hard to. And they're they've got they've got people injured on their front seven, and they're still playing hellacious defense. So shout out, so shout out to those Bears, man. Keep doing that damn thing. You beat my Vikings, but you know, you got my boy Khalil. You know. I wanted to mention on the Bears subject that my buddy Aaron Graff threw his. He had a video on Facebook. You can go find it and bother the shit out of him over it. But he threw his Bears jersey in the trash. Filmed it and put it on Facebook. Week one. What? Yeah. Dude, you can't give up that early in the season. Yeah, this was the same guy who gave up on Aaron Luck. Said he'd never draft him again. Andrew Luck? (laughs) Yeah. This that's this dude sounds like he uh, is very knowledgeable. Yeah, he's a sharp kid. <laughs> uh, then, dude, we've got the Jaguars. You you've you've seen the folk hero that is Gardner Minshew, haven't you? Got the porn stash. Looks like Uncle Rico. Oh, their quarterback. Yeah, for yeah, the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A crazy looking dude. Did you know that he got a um, offer to do uh, porn for Cam Soda? Not like porn, but I guess like he would. It's like a, Cam Soda is like a, a cam site, like where you can go get naked and people pay money. They offered him like a million dollars, and he what he had to do like he would just do like 
a show like every week where he's does stretches or like yoga and fucking his jock straps or naked and aviators. That sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, he does, um, he stretches out in the locker room in a jock strap and aviators. Oh shit. Dude. He's (laughs) off the fucking, He's off the wall. And then also... Um, He's definitely steering into what he looks like. Dude, and then um, he also... Um, when he was at um, East Carolina, he tried to break his own hand with a Why? hammer. Okay, so here's the deal. So he he started out at Troy University in college, and then he went to... Um, uh, some community college. And then when he was done with the community college, he went to East Carolina and, um, he was behind two guys, um, at quarterback. So he's the third string quarterback. Well, one of the quarterbacks went to running back and then that made him second string quarterback. And then one of the quarterbacks got hurt and he had to play in the first game of the season. And he's like, and he was going to be stuck behind him all season. Um, ended up um, like he was like, the only way I'm going to get a red shirt is a medical red shirt. So he tried to break his own hand with a hammer. So he went and uh, got a hammer and a, a fifth of, of captain or not captain, but Jack Daniels took a pole of Jack Daniels, whacked his hand, Jesus. nothing. Waits a little bit, takes another pull, whacks his hand again, nothing. Takes a drink, whacks it again, figures he he's not gonna break his his hand, his throwing hand, and uh, he had to end up playing I guess the whole season, and uh, after Dude, don't hit your hand once with a hammer until the bottle's gone. <laughs> you gotta wait start till whacking your hand. Like, <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, that is such a no one said this idea. guy is a genius, but he is—he's not the the hero we need, but he's the hero we deserve. Or he's not the hero we deserve, but he's the hero we need. I don't know, something like that. Something like that. This dude is—he's a—he's a freaking legend. Um, me, his dad looks like a fucking legend too. <laughs> There we go. Me and my buddies were talking about him. I was like, I was like talking about how his dad looks like a legend too. Let's just see what I said about him. I go, he looks like, um, he looks like a, a life of hard whiskey every night. <laughs> and then I said, he probably, and then, cause his dad just looks like this, uh, this, like, uh, he looks kind of like a Neanderthal kind of <laughs> looks like he's like, uh, like has the IQ of a fucking pineapple. Oh, damn. <laughs> Is that him there? That's him there. That's his papa-san? That's his papa-san. What, does he work for the team? He's got a shirt, man. His son's the starting quarterback, man. They're going to get him a shirt and a visor. Is Duh. he standing on the sideline? No, he's in the stands. He's in the stands. Yeah. I said his dad, uh, I go, he go, he looks like a guy that never says no to shots. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and and then I said he also looked like he might have dropped out in eighth grade. Yeah. Um, and then he also probably refers to himself self as Deuce. 
because Gardner Minshew, his his name is Gardner Min or his the the quarterback, his name is Gardner Minshew the third. So that was make his dad the second. So I said his dad probably refers to himself as Deuce. I could see that. And I say he's possibly Gronk's dad. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> look, that makes sense. If you get a look at him here again, let's fucking ah my f- there it is. <laughs> he could be Gronk's dad. <laughs> Damn, dude, he looks like of mice and alcohol. <laughs> of mice and alcohol. His look, it uh, looks like maybe the first thing his his son bought him was a 1984 Camaro. Right, to match the one he already had. <laughs> yeah, in high school. It just maybe the one that spots on maybe it. the one that he was conceived in. Yeah, he looks like he drives the Smokey and the Bandit car that he's had since that show was on TV. He looks like he knows. Um, he has someone called Rubber Duck to go on a convoy with. Yeah. The way you said he looks like he knows, I was going to say he doesn't look like he knows anything. <laughs> he, he looks, looks like, like he accidentally did football instead of elevator. <laughs> oh, man. I, he looks like he just like grunts words at people. I don't know. He looks like the buffet champ. <laughs> yeah, like the, the southeastern buffet. Like champ. the the Nathan's hot dog eating contest guy contestant. Yeah. In the foot long division. <laughs> foot foot long champion. Yeah. I feel like he's got this, more stories than than his son. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> this guy. Those eyes that look dead look like they have stories behind them. <laughs> But he can't communicate him. His language is not that that there yet. That and he was blacked out when it happened. <laughs> oh shit! Not the, the fucking yeah. That uh, but his son, hell of a quarterback. Nineteen at thirty three, two hundred thirteen yards, two touchdowns. Dude had it. He was he was uh trucking it for his team there. Uh but Gardner yeah, Minshew, kudos, he's like man. that. He's a he's a folk hero, man. You ain't kidding. Dude. His have you seen? You got looks you like got, a character. You they got, both look like characters. You gotta check out. Um, you gotta check out. Um, his uh, his uh, dress when he goes to away games and stuff. Uh, What's this? Homecoming. Yeah, whenever they go out for fucking. Uh, this is this fucking dude right here. He just, fucking dude. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, I goober to the max, man. But he's out there having fun, man. He's a fucking. He's a he's a folk hero, man. Uh. There's a what was the one of him getting off the plane? He's wearing like a fuck. It looks like a pimp suit. Uh, damn it! I can see him as a pimp. I can also see him wrestling a gator. Yeah, there it is. Right there. Oh my goodness, man! Is this it too? Yeah, 
He's he's wearing like this fucking gold donkey robe and a fucking red like jacket and red pants with a white belt and like some sort of sequin shirt. Yeah, that shirt is a bit much, man. He looks like he's about to do uh like incest magic. <laughs> Oh, he looks like he just got off a 70s porn set. Yeah. He owns, he looks like he owns like a, like a 75 Corvette Stingray. Yeah, I feel like this guy does uh, incest porn and magic on the side. (laughs) I feel like um, he was like an extra in the new Top Gun movie. But like yeah, if it was like Top Gun Vice. Top Gun Vice. <laughs> like if Top Gun took place in like uh Miami. Yeah, or Florida. Miami. Florida, because I guess Jacksonville. Yeah, it's like he looks like Top Gun on cocaine. He looks like um uh in this like maybe Tom Selleck might be his dad. Or that he's uh tag teamed with with Tom Selleck like they put him together as a duo yeah or like he was an understudy for a while maybe uh, that would describe where the stash came from yeah he's like a Tom Selleck understudy man I wish I had a film that has mostly to do with cocaine and hookers the, the cocaine yes um I would say maybe a cartel. I don't know what makes him look more like he does cocaine. That fucking red suit or the fact that he's in a Jacksonville jersey. I, th- You know, I was going to say the chest hair that's popping. Yeah, feel like if you got, I feel like if you got, if you unbutton your shirt and you got chest hair like that and a gold chain, Coke's going to be put out on the counter. Yeah, this guy looks like he's spent plenty of time bent over a coffee table. <laughs> uh, I I bet his nickname in college was Hoover. Hoover. Yep. But nah, I like Gardner Minshew. I think he's a great. <laughs> I think he's a great. I think he's what the NFL needs right now. They yeah, need the. I think every looks like a caricature of another person. <laughs> I think the NFL every once in a while needs a character like this, just to kind of like have someone have a reason to root for the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. Because are you gonna fucking really uh, root for the Jaguars with Nick Foles at quarterback? No, nah, dude. Jacksonville needed something other than crack to do. Uh, uh, no disrespect, though. No, no, nothing but respect. Uh, love you, Gardner. You're a great guy. You'll never hear this podcast, I'm sure. Uh, the Saints play the Cowboys tonight, and then the Saints ended up pulling up pulling out a close one uh 12 10 over the fucking cowboys fuck the cowboys that's all i gotta say about that god damn talk about a nail biter dude fuck the cowboys that's my big deal every and it's not that um 
the, it's not really the team. It's more their fans. Their fans. Some fans. Not all fans. There's a few fans that are like, ah, hey. Others are just like, hey, fucking Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys best team ever. I'm like, no, your fucking team fucking is not the best team ever. You guys, every year, whether you suck or you're good, you think you're the best team fucking ever. No. Uh, what was that guy's name? They they called Hollywood uh, back when they were good. Oh, shit. They called him Hollywood something. Was but it Deion Sanders? Big, he was a big cokehead. What's that? Oh, um, you're, are you talking about, um, oh, blah, 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 blah. I know who you're talking about, too. Um, I see his face, too. Oh, fuck. Because it was Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, and then their wide receiver. Oh, fuck. Why is his name slipping my... Uh, oh, his fucking name is, I don't know why his name's escaping me yeah I don't remember where he played either now that I think he about played it. for the University of Miami he was on that cocaine <sighs> there were stories about him he had such a deviated septum he would Put rocks in his nose. What? Those are the old legends. It's not Michael Irving, is it? I'm not thinking of Michael Irving. I don't think I am. Michael Irvin. Yeah, I was right. Michael Irvin. Was he the cokehead, though? Yeah, he was the cokehead. Yep. All of them were on coke. I'm pretty sure some of their offensive linemen were on coke too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Michael well, Irvin. What do you got, Jerry Jones at the helm? Yeah, and you, you had party, and you had um fucking uh, hookers. Jimmy Jones or fuck was it Jimmy Jones? Uh, fucking uh, bringing the coke from Miami because he used to be the Miami coach. Oh yeah. Bringing the cocaine in from Miami, you know. Jimmy Jimmy Johnson. Oh Johnson, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson bringing the coke straight from Miami to Dallas. You know, that's why they did so good. Yeah, he looked like he looked how Ric Flair looks now, but for years. <laughs> Like Rick Flair Rick drip Flair. go woo on a bitch. Woo. Oh shit. Woo. Tomorrow we got the Steelers and Bengals. Um Steelers Someone might are, die in that game. That's dude. that's a both teams are zero and three. No one gives a fuck. And I know I don't. I will watch the game because it's football. Let's Someone uh, may not make it out of that game alive. Let's uh let's talk some Cubbies baseball. Even though baseball's over, can we both agree that that right now baseball is over? Is done. Yeah. No. Nothing else is gonna happen after today. Uh, all we had going on there at the end was spoiling it for the Cardinals. 
Yeah, and even they had fucking already clenched. We had them nervous, though. Um, this last game, Zobrist got to pitch last inning. He struck out fucking Molina. Nice, dude. Always love that. Miss. Fuck Molina. But Molina laughed about it, I guess, so he's in good spirits. But you should, dude. Future Hall of Famer put you down. Damn straight. Um, they're saying this could be probably his last game um, of his career, which kind of sucks because, you know, the way the year started out for him, you know, going through that divorce and everything, felt bad for the dude. Going through a divorce, getting all that settled, coming back toward the end of the year, and then, you know, we fall short of the playoffs. So, feel bad for Zobris, but, you know, one of those key players that we we had to bring in, you know, when, when Joe got here and had to, you know, bring players in to change the culture, man. He was one of those glue guys. Yeah, man, and I can't that's I have such a hard time talking down on the Cubbies at any any decision, anything like that. Is that this is the best team that I've seen since I've been watching baseball. You know, since I've been watching the Cubbies shit, dude, the late nineties were hard to watch. Oh yeah. I've seen so much talent come and go from our team and then to see a group of young guys get that championship. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Oh, my gosh, dude. That was that was so cool. And so I have a hard time ever not giving them the benefit of the doubt or, trying to, or ever counting them out, you know, because it seems like right when you do it, then they really show up and I, you surprise know, people. I don't want to be uh, like a Debbie Downer, but I just feel like they haven't had that same fire the last couple years, especially this year. I just don't feel like they played with that same passion that they did in 2016. Yeah, and we had uh, and not all the pieces were there though. Yeah, so we had bullpen issues this year. Uh right out of but. Yeah, like right out of the gate, we had a dry spell where we were scoring a ton of runs and they would get one more than us, one or two more runs than us late in the game, shit like that. But we still held the top spot mm-hmm. the entire year. Till the end. And it, yeah, till the very end. And, you know, there's injuries and shit came up. Uh, you had... Uh, Rizzo came back early. He was supposed to wear a boot for a week. And no sooner than that came off, he was out on the field playing baseball. Yeah. Which he hit a home run. Which is, I mean... I mean, not to contradict your not playing with fire, but goddamn... Yeah, I mean, not everyone, but, like, they just felt like, I felt like um, there was no sense of urgency to win. You know what I mean? Like, that 2016 team, they were, they were kicking ass and taking names. 
this last couple of years, I mean, the year, like, not this year, but the year before, last year, um, after the All-Star break, we came on hot, boom. But, like, if we weren't, if we weren't bombing them, we weren't, you know, we weren't winning ball games. And that's what happened in the wild card, you know, last year. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't get any offense going. And just, you know, it it fizzled. And then I think it kind of fizzled into this year. And we just kind of went, you know, had that dry spell, picked back up. But, I mean, even when we were on top, we weren't, I don't feel like, you know, we were still that, that team that we were in 2016. The team that, you know, we knew was going to win it. Um, and, you know, I think that's kind of, they, f- I, I think that's maybe why they decided to um, not extend Madden's contract. Yeah, and that, I still don't see any sense behind that. I mean, it, I'm not, you I'm know, really not on board with that. I mean, I mean, I appreciate, I, I really appreciate what Joe has done for the team. I think he's a great manager and can never, ever put that man down for what he did for this team. And that's bring a World Series championship to this team. Never will I ever speak a bad, you know, well, I guess I'm kind of speaking bad. Not really. I just don't think there was uh, there are some management decisions he's they've said that he kind of like didn't make the right calls in some places this year um but like I can never I can never like look back at his time and say that he was ever a bad manager for this team cuz he really took us out of the cellar of the NL Central and made us, you know, into this World Series team. They had all the pieces. He put them in place, put them where they needed to be, got, you know, guys like Zobrist to come over. Um, And that was only three years ago that they won that championship. Yeah. And now we're... Now we're done with them? Uh, We're just... I think we're in a slump right now, and I think that... I don't know if, like... I don't know if it's the if that they're thinking it's something to do with Madden or what, but you know I you know thank you Joe for everything you did for this team. You know I that's I can never look back on this time and say hey he was a bad manager. That five years that he had with us, great manager. Um, just at the end, you know, it was one of those things where he's. Maybe he's not that high energy guy, or maybe he's not putting the priority or getting after the guys like they maybe need to, and maybe that's why they're going with a different direction. But I mean, great, a great manager. I'm kind of iffy about it too, but I can kind of see where they're, what they're, what the, what you know, why they're maybe gonna go in a different direction. Yeah, but it it reminds me of uh, like the Hawk fans who want to get rid of Ferentz. Yeah, like we've seen what he can do. Yeah, and why roll the dice on somebody else? I don't know. Yeah, that's it, that's like, a it's a Theo Epstein thing. I mean, Theo Epstein right. brought you know championships to the Red Sox, two of them. So. 
do is is that um maybe he sees something that you know you need to get out while we can still or and get someone in there that's what i hope is that there's someone new on the horizon like this wasn't a half-baked idea because this lot this last season was no reason to get rid of a manager. Yeah. I mean, we were, the Cubs were in first place almost every single day of this year. You yeah. Know what I mean, we were in first place in the NL Central the entire year, aside from, you know, the first, well, was there a couple weeks at the beginning of the season? Started mm-hmm. out rocky. Yeah. And then from there, we were in first place. The entire year other than like 24 hours at a time and then hit another rough patch there at the end and of course there you know injuries and whatnots also you know there's always excuses to losing games and stuff but you know this last season was no reason to get rid of a manager that bullpen was the bullpen was shit you know, yeah, and, and then what, then our then our bats weren't coming through. Well, either they were or they weren't. Yeah, it was hit it or was, miss. Yeah, we were two different teams at the plate. Depending on which one showed up, there was an unstoppable Cubs team, and then there was, you know, lose to the Reds Cubs team. Yeah, <laughs> the Reds had our number. Oh, all year they did. But I mean, I, I've I've read into it too somewhat. I th- there's I've I've put a list down here of the the people that are thinking might be replacements for um for Madden after this year. Um, I think I don't know I don't know how long they're gonna wait to to name someone as the manager, but um. One of the people that they're talking about, that, which I would be on board with myself personally, is they're thinking about bringing David Ross in to to uh, be the manager. So Papa Ross is a is that would be fun, man. Former you know former catcher you know for the Cubs played on the World Series, you know 2016 Cubs. He's well respected in that locker room. Um, in the organization, I mean, if anything, I think this would be, I think it would be a great hire for them, for them to do. I mean, he's baseball smart, knows the organization, knows these players. The only thing I'm going to say about him knowing the players is, is his, is he going to play favorites with some of these guys? You know, since he knows them, is he going to, is he going to, is he not going to, see that oh hey maybe we need to maybe we need to send Addison Russell down you know to AAA to get him you know some get his skills back up or is he going to keep him on the team and be like oh well, that's just Addy he'll get through it you know is he going to is he going to have any favoritism toward these guys that he's that were on that team and this would be his first coaching job yeah managing yeah yeah managing yeah so i mean it would be a lot of fun to see that happen and i would 
I mean, I'd love to see that happen. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know about the favorites thing. Having uh, because he is he was a champion with the Red Sox as well. Yeah. Um, and being a catcher, uh, from the catching position, you you have to know a lot about the game. And that that's a really interesting idea to me. You see a lot of you see a lot of catchers become managers if you if you yeah. kind of notice that. Because there's another guy on here that was uh, a former catcher too. Um, we'll talk about him in a minute. But I mean, I feel like I, in my personal opinion, um, David Ross would be a great hire. Davy Ross, Papa Ross, being the the manager, I'd be on board with it. Oh yeah, and. The fans would rally behind him a hundred percent. I feel like, but I think they'd also kind of be they would they rally, but the first thing, first time something bad went happened, they would you know be quick to be hanging them out. Because I mean, I feel like there's a lot of fair weather fans, 2016 and on fans, that would call for his head. That yeah. don't understand the shit that we've been through as Cubs fans, you know. Yeah, there's some people that just don't get it, and that's what really, what really bugged me about this losing Madden situation, is I hoped that there was somebody else in line for it that was supposed to be like a better prospect, because to me, it it that's what it seemed like was a fair weather fan type of situation yeah where it's like you know less we forget you know it's only been three years since that championship yeah you know and there's that baseball just comes with so many different variables and mm -hmm. uh in different situations man um the next guy they have is um brian butterfield um he's currently our third base coach um this one would be kind of, I feel like, a stretch because he's getting older. I think they're going to want to bring someone young in, in my opinion. Um, so Butterfield, are, you know, he's got some familiarity with the team. I wouldn't necessarily – It's not. Ex I don't think it's going to happen because I don't feel like it's an exciting um, pick for them. I think they're going to go for something a little more exciting, a little bit more young, but he was still on the list. I don't know. That's my opinion. I don't know about you. You think they're gonna go? They could go with someone like him, who's older, maybe been around baseball longer, or. Well, I just. Uh, I don't know that making taking someone within the organization, and replacing Madden. From his uh, own coaching staff, you mean? Right. I don't know that that really warrants getting rid of him you know what i mean yeah, yeah that's so i just i think highly of him so i feel like it, to replace him there would have to be you know a brighter horizon somewhere yeah where we we pick outside of the organization uh see i mean i don't know i don't know much about it this guy at all Nah, neither do i um another one that they have is um mark de rosa i'm sure you've heard of him um 
I said basically he's baseball smart, former player, um, former Cub too. He's a he's a sports an, he's a baseball analyst, so I could see you know him with the knowledge of the game. He's forty four, so he's still young. Um, just I think it'd be another thing like uh, Ross. It'd be like it'd be a guy that's young, has good knowledge of the game. Um, would be, they think, a good manager. Um, so Mark DeRose is the other one. Um, I don't know if you know anything about, yeah, uh, about DeRosa. No, nah, the name seems familiar, but I know I really he's on don't. the, I know he's on MLB The Show. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where I heard it. That may, that, that may have even been where I heard it, but, uh, again, I don't. Uh, as far as being a former Cub, I don't. He only played like a couple years. Him. Um, he probably played before I was watching like in two thousand seven, I think. Oh shit! Um, let me see. Mark DeRosa. He was a Cub from two thousand seven to two thousand eight. So he's uh, he was a utility player. Okay. So he played about everything. I gotcha. He ended his uh, career with the Blue Jays in 2013, so about six years ago. I gotcha. He was kind of a guy that kind of floated around. He was with the Braves for about six years, the Rangers for a year. It seemed like after the Braves, he played everywhere about a year, maybe one or two seasons. So 2005, 2006, he was with the Rangers, Cubs from 2007 season, 2008 season. Then he was an Indian. He was an Indian and a Cardinal in the same year, so they traded him. Um, he was on the Giants for 2010-2011 year seasons, then on the Nationals for 2012, and then the Blue Jays in 2013. He got $13 million from the Cubs, though. Oh, goddamn. Oh, son of a bitch. Based on that one picture, it looked like he may have moved around quite a bit because he didn't have a glove big enough for his hand. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, thirteen million for three years. Thirteen million was signed, and then <clears throat> I don't know if they cut him or not. But DeRosa is another guy that they they talk about being a smart baseball guy, so. Um, maybe he's being offered up other, other, um, you know, management, management positions, or maybe he wants to be, um, the next guy they're talking about is Joe Espada, which he's the Astros bench coach. Um, the thing they said about him is, um, it's not if he'll get a, 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 ma- a manager position, it's a win. So he's another up and coming coach that you know they said could be you know coaching eventually or will be. Um, he's forty four too, so he's another young guy put on there. I don't know if you know much about him. 
I don't, man, but a bench coach makes it sound like he's really good at refilling waters. <laughs> like a um, hydration um, specialist. Right. Like he's got all the tape. I th- but tape, I feel like uh, I feel like um, bench coach is like kind of like assistant coach in football. So Ooh, and then the next guy, the only other one that I put on there that was really worth talking about was Joe Girardi. Thanks for uh, for joining us as always. Enjoy oh, the game today, and hopefully the weather holds up so you guys get a good contest on. there on CBS. My bad, guys. Uh, Joe Girardi, is that the former mayor of New York? No, that's Mayor Giuliani. Oh, right. Giuliani, that's right. Uh, Joe Girardi was the manager for the uh, the Yankees for the longest time. Uh, Marlins and then the New York Yankees um, won four, four World Series with the, um, with the, uh, the Yankees. Um, or no. Never. I don't know if you ever won. He must not have ever won one with the Yankees. All right, as a manager? Wait, never mind. I think he did one in 2009, maybe. Yeah. Because he must have won one. He won a World Series with the Yankees in 96, 98, and 99 as a player. Then he won one as a manager. Well, damn. You guys got a winning record for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's a guy that could be uh, a, maybe a guy that could be a good coach, but I just, I don't know. I mean, he got fired two years ago. Um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see him being the guy that leads us there. He's getting older. I think we're going to get someone young. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you on that with the, with a younger manager. And I'm still on that, that Dave Ross kick, uh, David Ross. I feel like that would bring a lot of excitement to the team. Uh, and through that, maybe some new energy. Yeah. Try and boost the, you know, morale. My two picks yeah. are going to be, I think, I think I want Ross number one and then DeRozan number two. That's who I would kind of go with myself. But those are the only two that I think that really are going to be the picks that we want or the picks that we're going to that um, will excite the fan base. Yeah, those two stand out to me for that reason, too. Uh, uh, that Girardi, I mean, yeah, obviously I recognize that name. Uh, Are you sure? Because you just thought he was the mayor of New York. Well, I was having fun when I said that. Are you but, sure? Uh, <laughs> of course I'm not sure. Uh <laughs> But yet, I'd like the the David Ross. I think that stands out the most to me. That I would really like to see that personally. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what. Yeah, out of that list, that's what makes me the most excited. That's uh, 
if Girardi showed any inter- interest in the Cubs, I mean, that just goes to show the caliber of team we are, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but yeah, David Ross would be an awesome manager to have. That would yeah. be so much fun to it, to watch those games. Yeah. Oh shoot! It's it's uh it's getting about that time, man. Oh, I feel you, dude. I hear that baby. She's she must be tossing and turning. But uh, yeah. So should we hit him with our socials and then uh, get uh, Junkhead with the official decision? Let's do it, dude. All right. Where can you find us on Facebook? That's facebook.com slash things about stuff podcast yep and then you can find us on twitter at podcast underscore tas and then on instagram at instagram uh, instagram at things about stuff podcast <laughs> And then you can uh, find us on uh, the Twitch, twitch.tv slash things about stuff podcast. We're going to try to get, we're going to try to nail down a, a, uh, a time when we can do that during the week for y'all to see us live. All right, you guys, let's, uh, let's go to Junkhead for the official decision. Peace out, suckers. And still... The reigning podcast tag team champions of the world, ladies and gentlemen, things about stuff.